Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Ms. Lolita, Personnel Director, Mrs. Tennille, our Technical Director. We have an impressive array of program contributors. And I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 5013C program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in this exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. Tonight, we have our special guest, Mrs. Cavan, Stella Cavan, married in her 20s, and she's 90 years old now, plus. She's been around the Church of God for, she was born in it for the most part. Her father was a minister, a trustee, other things in the church. And of course, she has two sons that pastors, and of course, she has a nephew that ministers, and a nephew that pastors in the Church of God. So glad to have her here tonight. If you want to contact her, you can. You can call 478-283-9093, 478-283-9093, or email her at r-e-e-e-e-c-h-o-n-e at aol.com. Let's give her a hand. Glad she's here tonight. Mm. Wow. A lot of people back there. Amen. <laughs> Or sounds like it. <laughs> Friends, we got a bunch of questions in last week. Yeah. And we really do love our young folks that yes. give in uh, these questions. You're an important part of this podcast. So questions, are you ready to our director? I am. Okay. I'll begin with our first question that came in. And that well, was... Just, just before you start your question, is it okay for me to clear something up? Please. Sure. Sure. Okay. I, the last time I was in, uh, the question came up about uh, leaving a church, and I was speaking about leaving the church that I left. And so, in so doing, I was saying that it, it was doctrinal that you know God had shown me that I had to leave, and I was so busy thinking about uh, the the uh, counsel that I had gotten to when I left there is to make sure that there was no attitude or anything like that. It was only for that purpose. And then someone, then the question was asked, is that the only reason to leave? I can't say that. I'm not a minister. And whatever God leads you to do, you do it. But the main thing I do believe, if you're going to leave any place, number one, leave the place and not, not God. And the next thing is make sure you pray through. That's the first thing. And then when God shows you to leave, then you don't leave God. And the other thing I wanted you to make sure that you had no attitude toward anyone in that church. You should come and be friendly toward everyone. And there was no tug of war. And you weren't going out trying to get people to come out of that church and trying to uh, cause uh, trouble where the ministry was concerned because God would take care of that. So I just wanted to correct that and let you know that I had to leave with a friendly attitude and I was, we were still friends, but I could no longer stay there because of that. And whatever reason God tells you to leave, then you leave. But I'm not a minister and I don't have anything to do with that. So you seek the counsel and the prayer. And I just wanted to correct that. 
if I can just dip in, this is why we enjoy our older saints, uh, Brother Probe, Sister Kevin. They've been saved over 65 years and they've seen things and they can look back and let us know how to do things better and how to get through these things. So we appreciate our older saints sharing these important topics with us to our questions. Yes, sir. Our first question is, I've heard courtship and dating are different and that only courtship leads to marriage. Do you know that to be true? I believe that's what should, how it should be. It isn't always done that way, but I, it, you, generally when they announce their courtship, then we expect them to not too long after to announce a date that they're going to get married. Yes. Okay. Well, following that question, let me put you back here. Following that question was, can people that are dating and don't know about courtship have a successful marriage? Possibly. I mean, so many times, I mean, it may not be the rule, but it can happen. Absolutely, because some some there are some churches that don't, don't believe in the dating or the courtship. They feel like if you see each other and you really care for one another, and God has shown you that, then you don't have to go through all those uh, things in order to get there. And they're still together, some of them, and some are not. So, and then some have had courtships and everything, and they didn't stay. So. Those kind of things, it's hard to nail them down because we're speaking about millions of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't have any way of, uh, you know, saying one way or another, but I've seen it, you know, you see it both ways. Mm-hmm. Good point. Next question, Mama Kevin. When courting, do you have to have a chaperone? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Dating, you should never even date someone alone. Because that's not a good thing. If you're dating, it's good to have another couple with you or maybe a group with you or something like that. The the thing about it is you you have to protect yourself so that no one, nothing, nothing. You don't know what that person is you're dating. Sometimes uh, I know of an incident where, you know, someone came and wanted to date somebody. And come to find out that person that was dating was married already. Suppose you had gotten in the car and gone with them somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened with, with, with this person. They picked them up. They didn't know anything about them being married or anything like that. And next thing, this person took them out somewhere and was trying to, uh, you know, come on to them. And it just happened that that person said, oh, no, I, I will not. <laughs> if I have to, you know, if I have to walk home, I don't know the words that were said. So, no, you, you, that's protecting a woman has to protect herself. That's true. That's true. And she has to, and she doesn't want anybody to think that she's that kind of a girl that you can come pick me up and take me out and do what you want to. No, no, mm-hmm. even in the church or wherever, because so it's very sad to say that men out in the world are far more wiser than young girls that have been brought up in the church. Okay. We're very naive. We have mm-hmm. no idea what mm-hmm. goes on out there. Mm. And so they and they know the kind of language to speak and, you know, and make the girl feel like she's a uh, million dollars. And mm-hmm. and that's when they come with that attitude of yeah. get going further than what you want to go. Mm-hmm. And so for your own protection, 
no, don't do that. Say, no, if a bunch of us aren't going out together, then, you know, no, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not even starting that. And uh, how many girls have been ruined? Like, true. you know, sometimes have never true. had, uh, we don't go to um, proms or anything, but a lot of girls on their first night out with somebody never had a date like that. Right. What do you think happens? Before our next question, friends, this is Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. And if you here tonight, we're glad you're here. But if you've been wounded in whatever genre in the church or at home, we're here for you to support you and help you. I want you to know that this broadcast is for those who've been hurt, been wounded, to let you know we're here to help reconcile, elicit forgiveness and healing. That is why we're here. That's our main focus tonight. We have Mrs. Cavan here talking about her experiences and what she went through and how to work through that process. So don't leave. If you want to chime in, you can. That text number is one 866 And tell someone tonight, they're talking about courtship and marriage. You want to tune into it. To our questions, please. Yes, sir. Next question. When courting, do I have to share touchy subjects that happened previously? Like if I have a criminal or medical record, abortion, or trauma. Mm. Wow. I, I think that this is where prayer comes in. Number one, to really have a relationship that you should have, you really need to be sanctified. True. I can't, Amen. I just can't, I, I just can't impress Amen. that upon. I wasn't, Amen. so I'm not. I'm, I'm, but I'm telling you what I know, Amen. that you are sanctified, both of you, Amen. and have prayed through, and you both have that one thing in common. It's just Amen. like when you, with salvation, you marry, so he said, don't run, be unequally yoked. And so if you're going with someone that is not sanctified, then <laughs> he has a carnal mind. It's totally different from your mind, what you were at places you go, things that you do and all that. And before you bury your soul, telling someone all that yes, stuff that has yes, happened to you, yes. you make sure that that relationship is what it ought to be spiritually and naturally. And Amen. then you can do that. Amen. So <laughs> I think you better be careful about telling them too far ahead because then when they are no longer with you, there's something to go tell other people. Amen. But mm -hmm. if it's God's in it and it's sealed, then they're not going to do that. They're going to hold that. And even I've heard on these different stories how the person said, it, it's fine. I love you just like you are. I, I, I don't mind what you ever have done. So I'd be very careful about telling my, my all that kind of stuff. I would be very Amen. careful. True. Would it be safe to say some things you should say for marriage or should they be discussed before? What's what's the norm? Should these topics be discussed? It depends on, on the topic, what the situation is. Is it going to affect our marriage in any way or something you're going to find out that I would not like for you to find out? Anything that I don't want someone else to come and tell you. Because people will tell people about certain things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'll yeah, tell yeah. about your past. So mm -hmm. in those kind of situations, there again, that's what your knees are for. Stay before <laughs> God and he that's will tell you. I mean, you, you spend a lot of time in prayer getting God's answer. Amen. He said, if you would do it, if you acknowledge me, I'll tell you what to do. Amen. It's just as simple as that. 
And if that person really loves you like they should, it, it will work out fine. It'll bring you closer together because you, they'll know more about you and they'll love you more. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Next question. While courting, what should someone do if they notice red flags about the family? I can't imagine a lifetime with an overbearing mother-in-law. Right. Mm-hmm. There we go. With prayer again, <laughs> if God put you two together, I've seen it. I've seen it. And not only that, the husband will take sides with the wife mm-hmm. and say, yeah, uh-uh. <laughs> you, I, I've seen that. He said, no, 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 no. You can't, you can't come between us. Mm-mm. No way. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll come. If they love you like they should, that's what they'll do. He said, because you leave and cleave. So you leave your mother and you leave your sisters and you leave all of them. And you and your wife become one. And if that does not happen, will that cause problems? Absolutely. Terrible problems. I've seen it happen over and over, not over, but I've seen it happen. And it's terrible when a man does not cover his wife with her his, and make her the most important one in his life. Amen. Amen. It's wrong. And God, God is not pleased with that at all. No, she has to be secondary to his, to, uh, her, his mother. No. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. He doesn't love her like he should be. Mm. I don't care what he said. I'm supposed <laughs> to love my parents. No, 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 no. You don't love mother and father like that. No, mm. no, no. So we are one, and we will settle this. I don't want you to be a part of this. You'll come along and try to tell you what to do with your children and all that. No, no, no. To the extent that with <laughs> with your children, when they come and they want to talk about the uh you know, the wife, you know, all in that, well, you know, parents have to be careful. I'm not taking sides with you. I'll listen to what you have to say. But right. if, if you know, it's between the two of you, you all settle and you treat her right and encourage men to treat their wives right. Nothing more beautiful than a good husband that loves his wife like he should. There is nothing more beautiful than that. Wow. Let me piggyback. And once a mother gets in the relationship or a follower. Once again, it's hard to get them out once they get in, isn't it? Once they get in and get a foothold in the marriage, it's tough to get them out sometimes. I'm just guessing. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, they're not, they're not going to get out. They love it. <laughs> sometimes they haven't, their marriage hasn't been that perfect either. So, or they have run their husband. And wow. so they want, you know, they want you to, uh, the wife, the husband to, run the wife or whatever they take they take sides but you can't take sides because if you don't live in the house you don't know all this going on it's true that's true so how are you going to do that that's true so you that's can't true. do it no and just think about it when we have in-laws we want to go and stay in their houses sometime how can we stay in their house and we're up there disrupting what's going on in their homes and whatever you have to go in the room and shut your door wow. <laughs> you can't if they're arguing or whatever you can't you can't be a part of it. That's it. So, and give them their space. I know when I used to not that uh, Brother Moon's uh, wife and uh, mother and father were arguing anything, but when I would go and stay in their house, I would go up in my room, and in the mornings they love to spend time together, drinking coffee and laughing and everything. I'd go in my room and shut the door, and when he shut his door. Leaving out to work, 
I'd come down there and spend time with our dog. But as long as he was there and they were together, I let them have that time together. So and try to be involved in their life and all that. And I did that with my mother and dad. They used to sit out on the front porch together and mm-hmm. I hear them laughing and talking. I'd be upstairs in my room. Great advice. Let them be together. Let them enjoy each other. I don't mm-hmm. have to be a part of that. Yes. So. Well, I have one more question. Okay. It says, would you say not wanting kids or not being to or not being able to have them is a deal breaker? It can be and not necessarily because, I mean, if you can't, then many times people adopt children. So it, uh, and I, I hear, you know, stories on the radio of where the people adopted the children and the children came out well and loved their parents. And also, those are not those are no reasons to mess your marriage up. You can enjoy each other in the meantime, and then decide whether you want to adopt someone. And if you pray, God will Amen. give you somebody. I mean, Amen. prayer Amen. is the answer to all of your problems. You want a Amen. real child? You can Amen. be like Hannah. She went Amen. there and asked for Samuel, and she got him. And Amen. even though Abraham was hundred, they still they wanted. They Amen. wish they had, had children. Amen. He made provisions for them to have Zechariah. He made provisions. We've got all kinds of examples in the Bible where God will give you what you desire if Amen. he feels like you should have. Amen. We can Amen. depend on him. He's Amen. wonderful and there's Amen. nothing he cannot do. Amen. So that's it. it. If he gave them children a hundred, he can give me children a hundred, which I don't want, <laughs> but he can do it. <laughs> Friends, our time is gone. Uh, we're going to have to continue this next week. We, I've got about eight questions from what she was saying tonight. We're going to talk about trust issues in the courtship, in the marriage, things of that nature. This podcast is by Church of God, for Church of God. Many have been wounded, have been hurt, etc. But tonight we're reaching out to you to let you know that it's not too late. In fact, if you haven't been to church uh, in a while, why not go back this Sunday? I challenged you last week, if you knew someone, and in the church, give. Well, I called my person and talked to them. In fact, I've talked to two to come back to church, you know, and 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 consider that because we want to see people reconcile reconciled together, forgiveness and healing to take place. So again, this podcast is for those who've been wounded, because wounded people hurt people. We want to see them reconciled and end up in forgiveness. Mr. Kevin, thank you. This evening, we'll see you next week. Our director, thanks so much, and our listeners. May the Lord bless you.